Hello friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing today, Lulu? Hello, how are you? Happy September to everyone. Happy Sexual Health Awareness Month of September. Great to see everyone. Well, great to have everyone listening or seeing us. <laughs> Fantastic. So today's episode, we are talking about sex and dating, red flags and green flags. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you can keep these in mind when you're looking for a partner or partners for your next relationship or hookup. And as always, just as a little disclaimer before we get into it, we are not doctors, therapists or lawyers, and we are not giving out health, mental health or legal advice. If you are having any health, mental health or legal issues, please contact professional care or guidance. And please check out any of the resources that are provided in the show notes for more information. Although today, I don't think we have any <laughs> resources uh -oh. to share. But yeah, you know, in our past episodes, uh, check, check out our resources, of course. So what is a, what are some of your relationship or sex red flags? Right, because I don't know anything about really dating red flags. It's been a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> or dating. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> no, I mean, no, I really, I really, I mean, I guess I'm a friend, but definitely not for mine. I don't, um, <laughs> like a dinosaur with that. Well, um, actually, before you get into it, I guess we should define what a red flag and a green flag is. Sure. So red flags are behaviors, thoughts, actions that signal that a partner is not going to be a good fit for you. Quite possibly, they're not a good fit for anyone. <laughs> but <laughs> And green flags are signs that this partner is going to be a good fit for you. They're going to have values that align with yours. Their actions match their uh, their words. You know, all the good things that you would look for in a partner. Right. So um, I would say red flag for me as far as um, sex. There's a lot of Someone trying to like push an issue, mm. being real forceful. If they asked you, could you give oral? And you say, well, uh, we just started kind of messing around. I really don't feel comfortable. And every time they speak to you, that's all they're talking about. They're always maybe trying to push their genitalia in your face and, you know, being real forceful. Well, anyone else I was with, that would be the first thing they did. And, in kind of this kind of way, for me, you, you're being too aggressive. Mm -hmm. You're not listening, so you're not respecting my wishes, and um, it's kind of feeling a little bit of verbally and um, genitally assaulted to me. <laughs> it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, and you would have this exit stage left. Yeah, I would agree. So on my red flag list of not respecting boundaries mm -hmm. and also trying to become too sexual too quickly yeah. so uh, of course like if you're on an app or a dating site or something where you know it's just for sexual encounters mm -hmm. leading with a sexual question or a suggestive question would be a bit more appropriate right. but that's because everyone's essentially on the same page we're all here to hook up we're all here to do this one thing so that would make sense but if you're not sure about someone's I guess, status or interest in that yeah. messaging with someone with like, Hey, want to fuck? 
<laughs> which which uh, I got in my last round of online dating. Oh, I'm like, sir, excuse me. Mm. <laughs> Pack that all up, please. Okay. Yeah, I mean, at yeah. least at least you put it out there right away, so I know that you are not a person that's I would. That's what's on your frontal. Yeah. Yeah. So at least I know, you know. To... What are we doing? This... Exactly. Exactly. So at least I know to unmatch immediately, and it's not. I'm not wasting my time in a conversation just to eventually get to that point and then have to unmatch anyway. Even on those sites, right? They may be looking for a basic hookup. Like, don't think that's true. Don't go and say, "Yeah, first we're going to hook up," and you come in with ropes and handcuffs and and and, and all kinds of. Whoa, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can we, we can have sex yeah, like regular sex, like you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Try a little missionary before, like, wh- why do you have handcuffs and ropes and and chains and suspend? Like, what what are we doing? Oh no, we're just gonna get into this. Not no 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 no. Mm-hmm. no no no. Yeah, there are still boundaries that need to be respected yeah. on, regardless of if you're on like a, a site just for hookups or you're a site that's more for dating and long term relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. You still need basic human decency. I think in right. either scenario, leading with "Hey, wanna fuck." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is probably like maybe wait for if you're on a hookup site, wait a little bit, ask them about themselves just a smidge, maybe. I, gosh, my brain is, I, I think my brain is different because even if my husband says, I'm like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> talk to me nicely. I don't talk at all. Like that? Nah. But that's, but some people, someone may really like that. That for me is a red flag. Don't, I, We've been together decades. Don't tell me what fuck. Like that just sounds real wrong. I don't want wrong. I don't mm-hmm. like wrong. So don't trust me like that. Yeah, yeah. I think you know context appropriate introductions is probably the best way to go. But if you're unsure of you know what someone might be interested in, being that forward is really not the way mm-hmm. to go. And wow, it's that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Like, can I put my dick in your mouth? Like, what? No, what? Yeah, excuse me. No, you cannot. Uh, even <laughs> and, before you say hello? Wow, that's... And it's like, what, what I always find so funny is, like, they're talking to someone who probably is among the more... Is probably more open to a lot of this than <laughs> perhaps the common person. We literally have a sex podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> it still just amazes me that, like, you say that you have a sex podcast and then guys they get nervous and they don't know what to do with that information or they like, they, they think that you're just this like sex maniac that wants to do everything. And it's like, well, all right, calm down. But again, don't don't assume because when you do that, you make an ass only of yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Sex toys hanging up from everywhere that we just, they're just there. You know, some of it is just decoration. Yeah. And like surfaces that we own, hundred <laughs> percent. And so I would be open to trying a lot of different things and to mm-hmm. hooking up, even if it's you know not um, for a long term, right. you know, it, you know, it's if it's a short term thing. Of how you ask, like, but yeah, um, if if you're leading with this very sexually aggressive way, that that it really turns off. me off. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's it's not okay, and it's just not nice to do. Like you were saying, you don't like raunch. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said, some people say raunch, but that, for me, everyone's talking about their own, you know, personal, that, mm-hmm. and you have to set that in motion right away, like, hey, listen, 
I don't really like that kind of sword. Uh, yeah. Can you suck my dick? Ooh, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Yeah. I could, I can enjoy it in a specific context, but like, you know, we're all kind of on the same page with it. And when it's appropriate, if I don't know you, don't come talk to me that way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's another one of your red flags? (sighs) Let's see. Oh, I mean, so just like, I think in general, red flags for me are like, it's still on that mm, respect level. So mm-hmm. that's to say, for instance, over the weekend, over these last couple of days, I've been doing some other review videos. And so I try to show the items while reviewing. Fine. I know people are going to comment. But you slide into someone's DM, you make a comment, or you say something. Oh, can we hook up? I'm flattered. No, I'm married. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, see, don't be rude. Because I already said something to you. Just leave it at that. Because you'll get blocked. And then. You know, respect the situation. I say something to you, respect the situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't go there. Don't do not do that, because I'll just block you. And so, <laughs> oh, but but you but you a sex expert. You sell sex. What does, so what does that mean? Yeah. Like heathen you, or something? You can't be a sex expert, but also monogamous. That doesn't make right. any sense. <laughs> Whoa. Yes, I can be. You're together. Oh, I thought you would have two more partners. No, 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 no. 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 Some people are not sex, high sex people and have many partners. That doesn't mean they're having sex with all of them. Do not assume just because a title somebody is doing these things that you would categorize to be happening in air quotes. Just because you hear the word sex means we're just having this big old orgy wherever we go. No, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Assumptions. Of a negative connotation or big red flags, go away. I don't want to touch you anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a really good point. You know, f- for anyone working in this industry, there's a wide variety of sexualities, sexual preferences, sexual orientations that are represented here. So it's not if you are a sexpert, it's not that everyone who is a sexpert or a sex therapist um, or involved in sex education in some capacity is having orgies. There are certainly some people who are, and right. and that's awesome, you yeah. know, but, but it's not everyone. So when you assume these things about people in this community, it's difficult to it's navigate. It's uncomfortable, for sure. And Showing education, we're doing that, and you feel like you can't showcase that because someone's going to come with <sighs> trying to pursue you very inappropriately. <sighs> A hundred percent. Yeah. So for, for me with the online dating, I struggle with like, when do I tell someone that Mm -hmm. this is what I do? Like, because it's, it's so integrated into my background as a student, like I'm doing research on the sex tech industry. So that's like already one thing. And then, you know, on the, on, as the other side, as like, as my career prospects, I'm doing the podcast. And so it's just all around me but it conflicts with my actual, I guess not conflicts, but it's, it, I think it takes people aback when I say, oh, well, I haven't done anything with anyone. You lying. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, I am very knowledgeable. I am very sex positive. I support people doing whatever they would like to do yeah. as long as it's consent, consenting adults yeah. involved. 
just yeah the the focus on assuming that everyone in this community is a specific way is mm-hmm. damaging to us yeah. too because you know that's why we have struggles with posting stuff on social media and growing a following and building community and um, eventually we're going to have people from sex tech and and sex education come in and they'll probably talk about this but you know that's a huge issue for us all of these assumptions prevent us from being able to flourish and on online in the ways that we would like to do that very true so another red flag for me is all right i hope i'm going to phrase this the correct way but when your your words do not align with your actions Mm. and so i've encountered and maybe this is just me but i've encountered profiles of men where they say i'm a feminist and then when you talk Mm. to them and like you know look i am a feminist this is you know know, we have a a feminist perspective within this podcast and as long as the feminism is we believe in equality across the gender spectrum you know that's then you're a feminist right like if you believe that we all should be treated equally (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. feminism and that also includes uh trans women non-binary folks like no swerf turf nonsense (laughs) okay (laughs) so we are inclusive here but when i get like uh, a red flag is raised when I see that on a dating profile because when you talk to them, they're they have the words feminist, but then when they mm-hmm. you talk to them, their actions are not aligning with that viewpoint at all. And at all, and so it's like okay, so this is like bait to be mm-hmm. to make you think that you're safe to talk to this yeah. person. You're like, oh, he respects women's rights. This is great, and then you get into that conversation like, oh, no. <laughs> No, I am mm. so so. I'm wary when I see that because I'm like, out. okay, I'm yeah. just gonna walk out of this conversation. Thanks. Exactly, and I'm like, are you just virtue signaling, or are you actually committed to, you know, uh, supporting women, supporting non-binary people, supporting trans rights? Like, are you invested in this? That's you know hard. what what are your thoughts about abortion? Like, if 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 this mm-hmm. stuff is not aligning with a feminist viewpoint, then you're just putting that on the profile to get more hits. And that's exactly. not okay. Exactly. Yeah. It's not cool at all. Not cool. Yeah. So just, I mean, bottom line, make sure your behaviors align with your beliefs. Yes. Yeah. Like respectful. No, you don't try to pull a wool over someone's eyes. Like you want to see, like you want to get in. Like I see people, I hear people making a joke. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join Kristen Mingle, but I'm an atheist. Like, what the hell are we talking about? How did you get over there? Like, what, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, because like, if you're joining one of those like highly specific mm-hmm. niche dating websites, but you are not part of that niche group. I mean, sure, maybe you're going to be exposed to people that you wouldn't normally interact with, but, you know, your values are not going to align with their values, so then everyone feels like that's kind of a waste of time. Yes. Oh, when they go on. Um, What is that one? Farmers, I think. Oh, yeah. Farmers meet or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you've never been to the country. Like, you've never been on a farm. You don't even like animals. Like you, you have extreme allergies. Like what? What are we doing? Why? 
Wait, wait, wait. Okay, stop. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I like I like farmhouse style um, mm-hmm. as an aesthetic. I don't know that I actually want to live on a farm or could be capable you. of doing any type of farming activity. Listen, I feel you. <laughs> I don't think that's not the life for me, but I know no four thirds to, to do none of that. I, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'm no, good. thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't like heat. I don't like bugs. So I'm, I'm good. That's okay. Okay, so, so another one for me is someone who lacks empathy and um so i had a date a while ago and this person made a joke about unhoused people so if you're unfamiliar with the term unhoused it's uh for homeless folks Mm. and so he made a he was quoting another comedian who made this joke and it was just really insensitive and i didn't love it and I, it just showed that like they don't have a ton of empathy for others and I'm like wow if I'm with you I don't know you're gonna have a ton of empathy for me mm. um and I didn't laugh and then it was really awkward right <laughs> yeah I agree with that it's like you know ugh. Mm, yeah Mm-mm. no one likes a distasteful joke <laughs> No, no, especially when it's something that's punching down. Like, I'm all for, you know, maybe color, colorful jokes, I guess. But, you know, it's got to be punching up, right? It's It can't be you're making fun of people that are already dealing with a lot of harsh issues. And yeah. so if the joke is not somehow, like, twisting the narrative or uplifting that group of people and you're just piling on the stereotype that doesn't show to me that you're like connected with the world or that you care about others so yeah i don't i don't love it although i was in a a rough place mentally so i was kind of sad when i didn't hear back from this person but in hindsight and in talking to my friends i'm like oh no he was this was bad (laughs) this was this was not this is not a good person for me yeah so so i've grown a little bit (laughs) Yeah, and you know the same goes to people who like body shame. Yeah, you know, just off topic, when it came to my mind, I was watching Ninety Day Fiance. If whoever doesn't watch entertainment, and one of the young ladies, she's been breastfeeding for seventeen months with her newborn, and she was feeling insecure about um, her breasts now because you know they've changed shape. You've been breastfeeding and things like that, and he was just like, yeah, you look a little awful now. Like, geez, you've been, that's your wife. You've been, like, say something more. Well, I'm used to them being nice and perky. Look, I gave life to your child. I don't understand how you could. I'm already feeling a little bit self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Even if that's how you felt, your delivery was disgusting. Because yeah. now I feel ten times worse. You may have agreed. I may have felt, hmm, ah. But now you're like, yeah, they look horrible. I don't even want to see you take your bra off. Oh, what? Wait a minute. No. Mm. No. Don't like it. Don't like it. Absolutely not. I mean, yeah, that's, again, it's that lack of empathy, right? Like, if if you're already insecure about your body, your partner probably would know that you're insecure about it. Even if you don't say anything, you're going to do little things to be like, I, you know, you're not, you don't feel 100% like yourself. Right. Um, and so for them to 
double down on that oh. sentiment is is horrible. Is horrible. Like you, you're the partnership should be about uplifting each other and making each other feel better when these things arise. Or, you know, if if she wanted to change her body, like be supportive about getting that done. But it should never be like, oh yeah, you look terrible and you should fix yourself because you look horrible. Like it that's not how that should work. At, at all. And so mm-hmm. you, you don't know that that's somebody's mental. You know, it's like really like wow. I was already, you know, feeling not so easy about it. And you just <laughs> beyond confirmed that you just took it home. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Like wow. Thanks mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and kind of on the the flip side of that, I guess, is fetishization of bodies. Yeah. And so I I'm interested in you only because you look a certain way, and if yeah. that went away, yeah. I would never want to be around you. Or I don't care about your face, I only care about you from the neck down because that fits my aesthetic preferences really like oh yeah yeah because mm. it, it just makes you feel like you're it doesn't make you feel just human an item yeah just like yeah. a piece of thing and that mm-hmm. that's yucky that's yucky yeah. yeah yeah and it goes like you know of course we are two heterosexual women talking about mm-hmm. our experiences but a lot of this of course goes in in multiple um, types oh, yeah, of relationships. Oh, of course, yeah. That's yeah. across the spectrum. Yeah, people, it comes all the time. You know, oh, I need, I'm only a chubby chaser. I'm only, you know, yeah. You like the sticks people, you know, whatever it is. Like, wow. <laughs> then you make somebody feel bad. Oh, you, you gained two pounds. People now people going and throwing up and all kind of thing. And, oh, you lost some pounds. That is the overeating, binging. Yeah. So, you know, just, it's not every, we all have aesthetic preferences. It's not, that's not it. We all have types, but it's when you communicate that in such a way where you are objectifying your partner. Yeah. You're making them feel like they're just kind of along this list of people that you want to hook up with because they look a certain way. There are there are ways to communicate that you appreciate your partner's body without being like, oh, I, I just love that you're so big or that I just uh, love curvy chicks. We had a what was it, a couple episodes back. I had yeah, a whole rant yeah, on the yeah. curvy chicks thing. So mm-hmm. you can you can just say, I appreciate your body. I love your body. Yeah. I love you and your body. Like it's right. there are ways to say that without it coming across as kind of sketchy or creepy or, or fetishizing. Who wants to feel like that? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel yucky just just yeah, talking yeah. about it makes me feel it's yucky. True. Yeah, it is true. So the last one for me is when someone talks incessantly about themselves. Mm. Um, it's a very one sided conversation, and a lot of many of the dates that I've been on. Not that I've been on many dates, but I feel like in every situation there's been a point where they just don't stop talking about themselves mm-hmm. and they never come up for air and they never ask me about what I'm doing. And I'm going to be real honest. I'm doing things that are way more interesting than whatever the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> so 
<laughs> yes, you are. You know, um, like I, I am truly happy to learn about what other people are doing. And in fact, that's kind of my default mode. I think that's why I got into anthropology because I like to listen and learn people's stories. But sometimes I also would like someone to show interest in what I'm doing. <laughs> Just a smidge. <laughs> and they should because you were doing a lot of interesting phenomenal things and they're missing the boat exactly. or I would definitely say again not for me personally but to hear other people say when I was somebody and the person that's continuously talking about their ex like what are we talking about here oh yeah and you know my ex did this my ex liked this restaurant well okay look then you need to go back with them then because what are we doing yeah yeah, 100%. And going along with that, if they do bring up their ex, think about how they talk about their ex, too. Mm-hmm. Because if if this person is saying that every guy I was seeing is crazy, every girl I was seeing was crazy, she's so this, he's so that, they're so whatever. And and they're saying that about every single partner yeah. that they're referencing. Like, you know, I think it's you at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either either they are continuously picking partners that are, um, yeah, that are toxic, or they are the toxic person, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are actually the ones causing those problems. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. so pay attention to that because I think we can, you know, when we really like someone, we can get swept up in the, in the idea That's of so- like, oh, they're so. <laughs> exactly like that you know they're so perfect i'm like how could your ex be so mean to you blah 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 and you know you want to believe them because you like them but you know if if they are always talking about how their exes were blah 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 and that one you like um it might be you it might be you you know i think you need to look within for a little while (laughs) for sure for sure yeah 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 Okay, so uh, I think I think we've covered most of the red flags. Uh, maybe some other ones I, for me, you know, uh, homophobic, transphobic, all the phobics, <laughs> you know, that sort of stuff. I think that goes without saying, though. All right, so what are some green flags? What are some good things that we can look for in partners? Well, if you start backwards and if someone says, you know, I had a partner. It really didn't work out. I played a part in it. We both played a part in owner, ownership. Ownership mm-hmm. of why you are no longer... You can give a little background about your relationship, but don't like dive in. That's not give you the whole topic of all night. But a little bit of ownership. Listen, we just didn't work out. We were bad for each other. So we decided to split lists. Be honest about what's happening. I was an ass to them. I, I didn't treat them right. I didn't, I didn't appreciate them. And so that's what happened. You know, but be honest about what's going on here. I think that's a really good point. And you could say like, yeah, I, I recognize that I didn't do my part in maintaining this relationship. So moving forward, you know, I've really take the time to care about my partner's needs mm-hmm. or to, to check in with them more or to pay more attention to them. Like I learned a lot because I, I failed at this specific part. Yeah. I think that's such a good, good green flag. Mm-hmm. And then again, a big thing for us, right? Communication. Hey, you know, I really admire your body. I would love to see it on a thing. You know, the way you express how you feel about my body in a positive way, not like it's this this piece of 
meat hanging a window. But, oh, mm-hmm. and you know, to really be present in the moment and the things you're saying to someone else. Eye contact. <laughs> That's a big three, but oh, yeah. me having this conversation and not feeling like, oh, I gotta look away over here. What are you looking at over there? Well, who's over there? Are we talking to each other? Why are you looking over there? That's, you know, you're seeing what someone really wants to say to you. Mm-hmm. Says a lot to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Eye contact is a is a good one. I I, I recognize that there might be certain circumstances where someone yeah. like can't do that, or, or or it's not always an indication yeah. of um, attention and focus. But you know, if if it is possible for you to be looking at someone and looking in their eyes and being meaningful with what you're saying, that changes everything. No one likes having a conversation where. A person is talking at you, but not yes. to you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. And, and kind of going along with that, how they treat your friends. Mm. Because, you know, I've been in many a situation where someone is going, is, is attempting to court a friend of mine right. and they pretend like I don't even exist. Oh, no. And so, and you know, I'm gonna be here. Hello, right? And like, I totally understand you are not interested in me romantically. That's yeah. fine, but to completely cut me out of the conversation, and right. then you know, if we are alone together, you can't think of two words to say to me, and or if I like try talking to you like a normal human being, you can't communicate back. But then when the person you're romantically interested in comes back, suddenly. You're Mr. Charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, all right, you know, look, again, I I fully recognize you're not romantically interested, but you can still treat me like a human being. So if you're not capable. If you really really want to be with them, you get to know me so you can know them. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Take interest in your person that you're seeking out interest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that's that's a great way to to characterize that because yeah if you are interested in pursuing the friend that person is going to be in that friend's life that person yeah. is going to be around and so yeah you have to in order to show interest in your partner you should show interest in their friendships you should you know talk to their friends uh it may develop that you don't necessarily like them or get along mm-hmm. with them that's a whole other thing yeah, but to completely, and that, and okay. yeah, but to completely ignore their existence, no, right okay. off the bat, I mean, is yeah, is is not great. So incorporate that. One of the the best guys I know, um, who who married a friend of mine, um, he was so good at including everyone in conversations and and that was like that's such a good trait about him that you know if if someone's shy he'll bring them out of their shell if someone's equally as boisterous he'll get along with them Mm -hmm. so you know embrace some of that (laughs) energy and make people feel included that's always a good trait to have yes i would also say wanting I wouldn't even say like equal thing, but yeah, equal and not equal, you know, being open to what the person wants sexually. Like, oh yeah, yeah. that sounds nice. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, I don't know if I can fully go through it, but I love that you love that. 
I love that you like that. That sounds great. Tell me more about that. That again to about attentiveness. Want to hear that? Want to you know be an ear to that? If someone has trauma, being open to hear that, I think that's really great. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's wonderful because you know you don't always have to be interested in the same things as your partner. But if you're like, I love that you love that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that I'm ready to try that, but I might be interested cool. in doing it. Or you know, maybe we could do this related activity. Or maybe I could watch you watching some <laughs> porn that has this in it and I'll, I'll get more of an understanding. I think that's, that's great. That's such mm-hmm. a positive way to engage with each other and un- learn about each other's kinks and fantasies yeah. and, and sexual interests. Yeah. That's very important for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very important. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, one thing for me this is not necessarily just focused on sex, but someone who has ambition and tries mm. to follow through with their goals. Yeah. You know, I'm not always the best with that. I'm I'm a bit of a slow starter and a slow finisher, but I do get there eventually. I just have to <laughs> stay the course. But, you know, someone who who doesn't just propose ideas and then doesn't go anywhere yeah. with that. Someone who's committed so many, to taking so many action. Started projects with no and unfinished. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got to finish those projects. It may take them forever, but they got to do something every day to work towards it. I agree with that. Any other green flags for you? Um, hmm. It was like some ways to be themselves. Yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah. Don't be here trying to try so hard and and, and again, oh, but this is what people expect. No, it's not. Just be yourself. You know, whatever you have is going to shine through. And I think it'll be a hit. If we're supposed to have a hit on, we'll have it. If not, then we know that's what it is. But don't be trying so hard and like, ugh. That's yeah. a turn off for me. Absolutely. A hundred percent, because people can see very clearly when you are putting on some kind of fake personality and persona, and it just doesn't work. Or if you're, and people may be less likely to notice this, but if you're working against your values, like in my mid to my early to mid twenties, I really tried hard to be that cool girl who was just like Mm -hmm. to whatever and wanted to talk about whatever and kind of (laughs) followed the guy's lead and now i'm like i don't care (laughs) like if if these are my nerdy interests these are my exciting interests if you're not on board for that fine um you know it yeah yeah and i think that these are life lessons that you just learn with experience too um you know and it's as you become more secure in yourself and more confident in yourself, that just starts to radiate out and you feel less inclined to be cool or to be what someone else's expectations are for you. And you can just, you embrace yourself a lot more. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's great. For sure. And that's for sure. super, super great. <laughs> okay, Lulu. So do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up today? 
listen to your gut, listen to your heart. You know, if you feel like something is questionable, question it. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling uneasy, look further into that. You know, just don't take everything at face value because you don't want to get hurt in in the long run. You know, you don't want to repeat patterns that you may say, okay, well, they're kind of doing the same thing as the person before, but maybe this time will be different. No. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. For sure. For sure. And there's no green flag stuff. You know, if it's feeling good to you, enjoy that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, Everything in life is to just look and see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that a hundred percent. And if you recognize that you're attracting the same type of person that's not aligning with what you're looking for in a partner, and I'm saying this as much for myself as I am <laughs> saying it for you, uh, therapy is very helpful in helping you identify those patterns and kind of get to the root of why you're attracting those people or that you're attracted to those people. And once you're able to identify those patterns, you're able to break those patterns and create new and more positive ones. So if you're in that state where you're like, Oh, I keep finding the same type of type of guy, type of girl, type of person, type of partner. Think about what those commonalities are. Think about why you're, you're attracted to those types of people or why they're attracted to you. And see how it's connected to things in your life. And going to therapy can definitely help you sort all of that out and help you can really help you transform the way that you're engaging with others romantically. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life. Or you could reach out to us on social media. We are Mindful Sex Ed Pod on Twitter and Mindful Sex Ed Podcast on Instagram. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. And it's free. So please send this episode or any of our episodes to anyone you think would be interested in listening. Lastly, check out all the podcasts on the Tickle.Life network and visit Tickle.Life for all of your mindful sex ed needs. Goodbye, everyone, and we will see you next week. Bye.